Hey everybody, this is Jay Evans, and you are listening to the Jay Evans Thoughtcast, seeking to encourage and talk about some taboo conversations. Today you're listening to part two of my interview with Chris Mack. This was so incredible. I enjoyed doing it and having this conversation with Chris. If, if you are a creative or a Christian or just interested in hearing Chris Mack's story, I'm sure it will encourage you and inspire you. A couple other things that I, that I thought were interesting in the article. Um, they said the artist's recent work has focused on helping local youth. Mac provided his song Hope for the launch of Big Brothers Big Sisters of East Central Indiana's yes, 90 Men and 90 Days campaign earlier this year. He now volunteers with the nonprofit as a big brother using his music to mentor. So what is it what does it look like to use your music to mentor mm-hmm. someone? Yeah, so it's really cool because um with that campaign it's uh, Tell us about the campaign. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 90 Men and 90 Days with Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Uh, if you are not familiar with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, uh, their motive, their mantra, their mission is to defend the potential of youth that is already present. Mm-hmm. And so you use um, uh, men and women who come in who say, you know what, like I want to volunteer time of my my days or it, it usually I mean if you put in four to six hours a month it's like that's at minimum mm-hmm. and it's not even asking for you to like oh yeah like you need to make sure you tutor this kid you need right. to make sure to help them with their homework and uh, discipline them it's just being there present for a kid mm-hmm. and knowing that potential that's already there um, and defending it yeah helping bring it out and so building relationships with a kid you know what yeah. I mean? And um, that, in particular, the campaign 90 Men in 90 Days is catered towards what's going on in Muncie because their chapter here is um, they have a lot of kids on the waiting list and the boys outweigh the girls uh, on that waiting list because parents for those boys are looking for men who are willing to, to come in and to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. But the issue that I guess a good problem is that there are a lot of women who want to help volunteer that time, but it's parents saying we want men who can actually uh, step in and help bring some guidance and just spend time with my kid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like a, it's tricky because right. we have volunteers. It's just not the ones that the parents want their, their boys to be matched with. And right. so the campaign is to challenge men uh, to step, step up and to help. Mm-hmm. help fill those uh positions and man just to enjoy time with these kids like i was hanging out with with uh my kid david yesterday and we went to uh one of the ball state music studios um just so he could see like oh this is what you you not me in particular but <laughs> this is the equipment you can use to record a mm-hmm. song like the the hip hop that I listen to is like often recorded in studios that look like this, mm-hmm. and then of course you got artists who record out of their closet like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was really cool. Like being able to have a song that helped push that campaign, and I don't know. It's just got me thinking now. Like even there's, there's just a soundtrack to to everything now, from like campaigns and marketing to mm-hmm. your favorite movie, your favorite film. Um, and so it's got me thinking like, okay, like 
I want my music to be a vehicle to help out with things like this, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I've mm -hmm. um, talked about doing some stuff with the Boys and Girls Club. I made a song that was inspired by the Boys and Girls Club called Believe in Me. Mm -hmm. um, and that would just fit perfectly with what they have going on. Um, so yeah, it's really neat to actually see the music be a part of this marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. But then that also compels me to like step in and help other ways too. Right. So let me not just give you this song, but I should actually look into what it means to volunteer and yeah. be a part of this. How long have you been volunteering? It's been about a month now. Okay. Yeah. So it's really so it's still fresh. It's, still it's very fresh. fresh. So yeah. is that how long you've been with the big brothers, big sisters or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, not even working with them. Like as soon as I started helping with the campaign, I was, that's when I considered like, or just told myself I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to be a part of this. And and so you, you also have a tour coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, the article says, and then there's their passion product, Mac and Herbert. Talk about Herbert. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so read this Herbert. article too late. I wish he could have been here. Like, I was freshening up on it this morning, and I'm like. <laughs> it's all good. I He's my roommate, so if you ever want to do an interview okay. with him, too, I got his number. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, LJ Lawrence Jerome Herbert the third. <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you that. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, he's my, my – I first met this guy – on Ball State's campus my senior year. I was helping uh, lead lead this organization called the Impact Movement, associated, affiliated with uh, CREW. Um, the focus is to see uh, young African-American leaders um, walk in their faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. And That's so awesome. there's, there's something significant about that because um, in the society, majority culture, where it's easy for someone who's black to feel like they don't have worth mm -hmm. um here's this organization that's saying be <clears throat> be you you know what i mean like be you and who you are god has made you in the color of your skin for a reason mm -hmm. and also know that you're also made in the image of christ too yeah and that holds a ton of weight right um so met, i met him my senior year it was his freshman year he came he heard about impact checked it out uh, joined the movement, became a leader. I got a chance to disciple him, although mm -hmm. I felt like I learned more than I could offer yeah. because he's just a very mature guy, mm -hmm. um, funny, hilarious, um, but also has an adoration for God's word. And mm -hmm. so that's what I've learned so much from him is like, you know, I told you I don't like reading and yeah. I've I've grown to like it now, though. Yeah. I've grown to really enjoy it. And um, I felt like I would just see him because he was he's been my roommate uh, for, you know, this past year and um, even a year in another apartment. But, um, yeah, just seeing him always constantly in his word, like pushes me to be in mind too. Yeah, positive peer yeah, pressure. Sharpening iron, bro. But, yeah, he makes hip hop, too. He's been doing that since high school. And so he and I are both business partners mm -hmm. for a, um, a um, collective called do for three spreading faith hope and love mm -hmm. through hip-hop music faith hope and love being the three yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so he and i both have the, the same vision same mission they kind of work out in different ways you know what i mean because we're different people mm -hmm. um but 
you know, do for three was always his thing. And I said, I want to get behind that. Yeah. And so we, we make music together. We live life together. Um, he and I both do an internship at, at our church together. Mm -hmm. So people always expect us to be in the same place at the same yeah. time because we just do so much together. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you said something that was huge was that you hated reading uh -huh. and learned to love it. And I, and I, and I hear people a lot, you know, they know the importance of God's word, mm -hmm. but, and it's not that they hate his word, but like they hate reading anything. Yeah. So how did that happen for you to go from hating reading Man. to, you know, the positive peer pressure of wanting to be, was it just like just doing it? It was, yeah, it was practicing. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I heard was, a preacher one time that said, um, he said, read God's word because you have to, he said, <laughs> and the want to do it will catch up with you. It, that's so true. I, I, I actually really believe that. Yeah. Like that was a case for me where it's like, okay, I love God. Like mm -hmm. he knows my heart. I know he loves me even more. And so I don't want to miss out on understanding that, mm -hmm. seeing how that's been played out yeah. through his story and this, this word of God. I just started to view it differently from like a chore because yeah. I'm just, most of my reading has been textbooks yep. and reading assignments, you know? And so if I'm just reading that because I have to, and I'm not reading for pleasure, I started to view the Bible as the same thing of like, yeah, yeah in order to live right, like here's a manual that teaches you how to do that. Mm -hmm. In some cases that's true, but I started to view it differently from even just being surrounded around people who love reading. It's yeah. like, no, like God has written this for us. Mm -hmm. like, this was given to us. And um, it's not the only way to spend time with God. Right. But if you want to know truth, it starts with knowing that word and what God says about himself. Mm -hmm. And so I just, my perspective started to change. And then knowing that didn't change the fact that like, I was still falling asleep while reading, you know what I mean? Like, but it does mean practice, you know, right. like you get in the gym and you want to get better and you want to get stronger or whatever yeah. sport you want to play that requires that some kind of lifting, some kind of yeah. practice, like means it's going to be grunt work. It grunt doesn't work. happen in a week. Yeah, exactly. Like, sure. There is natural born talent. There are natural readers who love doing it and do it well. Um, and in some cases this analogy might fall short, but, um, you know, to get better, you still got to practice it, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and so also there are other ways to read too. So this is funny because I ask people who love to read, like, okay, does it count as still reading if I listen to an audio tape? <laughs> they've told me yes. They've said yes. So I'm like, cool. Like I'm a listener at heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like seeing things. I like hearing things. And so if I can even listen to the Bible, mm -hmm. like there's this really cool app called Streetlights Bible. Dude, app. I was just getting it. ready to <laughs> ask you if you've heard about it. This is the advertisement for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Streetlights. it's right there. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it's so it's good. incredible, man. And it just it creates this these narratives. And it's like in my my mom and dad, they never like read to me before I went to bed at night. But that's a really cool um, picture to mm -hmm. see. Like I know there are families that have done that where they read their kid a bedtime story and you're immersed into the story. The closest mm -hmm. thing to that for me is when the teacher read to students in class in mm -hmm. elementary school. And, um, yeah, it just draws you in. And that, that app really does a good job of like bringing poets and beat makers and hip hop yeah. artists together to make it very interactive and, and feel fresh. And so it's like, 
for the days that I don't feel like reading, like looking at a page, are days when I say, all right, let me go ahead and open up this app and like at least listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to say that like the times that I don't feel like reading, like I talk to God and I let him know, man, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah. I, I just, I really don't. I, I've had a, I didn't get enough sleep. I'm really tired <laughs> yeah. or, you know, I had a bad day and it's affecting me now. Like that's the beauty of God is he already knows these things. So mm-hmm. just tell him and the Holy Spirit's with me. So Holy Spirit, help me, help me dig. Help yeah. me get into this. And whoever told you that statement, like the, you know, the enjoyment will catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It really does. Because I feel like the, you know, these past couple months has been like really fresh for me mm-hmm. and like specifically with journaling. So I don't want a rabbit trail, but that's another example. Like I'm a hip hop artist, but I didn't like to journal. Yeah. <laughs> and I started practicing that. And now I feel like I need to journal yeah. to start my day. That's funny that you say that because I just started doing it like a week ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Do you like it? I do I do bullet journaling. There you go. So I'll just write like, here's a few things that stuck out to me today. Yeah. Like, here's, here's something that frustrated me. Mm-hmm. Here's something I'm excited about. Um, and I always end it with... <coughs> what is one word that described the day to day? Because then I can look back at it and I can see a theme. Yeah. Cause I just looked back last night and it, and it was like, I look forward to doing it now. Nice. Um, but I looked back and every word of the day was like frustrated. Mm. The day was hurried. And, and yeah. I think it's good to look cause we get so busy to look back yeah, and bro. say, this is where my brain's been all week. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, man, I've been stressed out and hurried mm. all week. And I don't like that. Yeah, that's real. I'm gonna stop that real quick. <laughs> it's been running for a long time. I've got that video going. No, but that's that's so true, man. It's, and then um, you, you and you had mentioned that it's that it's not a chore, and I think it's really easy to fall into that. that mm. the, and, and and that was another thing I just heard John Piper say like two weeks ago, because uh-huh. I was like, I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing the chronological reading plan, yep. and I'm in numbers, mm. and I'm like. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> like like I stopped for like a week and read John because mm-hmm. like I'm deep in Leviticus and numbers yeah. and I'm just like I need to get out of this for a minute mm-hmm. and it began to feel like a chore and I was like so I just began praying when I would get into it God you can make this a special time together like mm-hmm. I can view it as a chore or yeah, I can bro. dive in and this can be really meaningful yeah. Um, so I thought it was funny that you said that it's that it's not a chore, and then we both have the same app, and we're both yeah, journaling. Yeah, That's bro. awesome. There's a trend here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I love in the article they they talk about, and I love the way they put this: your passion product. So you were awarded two thousand mm-hmm. dollars from the Indiana Arts Commission's on ramp professional development program. That yeah. is a mouthful <laughs> to fund a statewide tour of boys and girls clubs this spring, with uh-huh. the goal of teaching teenagers how to express themselves through music and entrepreneurship. Herbert said it's a resource he wishes he had when he was younger. So how did that start out? Talk about that. Yeah. So we had a friend from our church who um, works at Ball State. Um, She knew about this program and pitched the idea to us. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, you guys are artists. There's some funding that's available. Like, there's some money that can back you up. Mm -hmm. Y'all should look into this. And um, through looking into the program, we decided, you know what, like, this is something we should apply for because there are a number of things we can think of that we could do with this money. And we didn't start our um, 
LLC, Limited Liability Corporation, <laughs> yeah. uh, official business until last year. And so to have funding is crucial for us to, man, just to get us moving more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but we learned about the, the program. We decided to apply for it. Got accepted. Both of us did. And um, it was a weekend event of intense workshops on entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and it was it was great it was fun because like we got to meet so many different creatives like we're talking people who make pottery paintings threading uh how do i how do i say this um realistic baby dolls mm-hmm. so not just like a baby doll you find in a store but like this baby looks real yeah and, like this is her profession um other um musicians and so just a wide variety of create creatives in the state of Indiana. And we did the grunt work together of like, all right, we got one thing in common here and that's, we want to know how to grow our business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of us don't really know how, actually a lot of us don't really know how. And so we talked about things from marketing to, um, the important thing is knowing your why, like, yeah. and then how do you, turn that into an elevator pitch you know if someone asks you hey who are you what do you do um and then you give them that quick elevator pitch yeah if you what do you want them to know real quick um and then we also learned about taxes which was very the hardest thing for me to really grasp I still don't fully grasp it but I know it's important to pay the government yeah. <laughs> otherwise I'm screwed yeah and so yeah <laughs> so you know I I pay my taxes this year and or I'm getting ready to uh, I haven't filed yet mm-hmm. I've filed and now I gotta pay I always get those mixed up I think filing means pay anyway yeah um yeah so but all that being said the the opportunity was to not only learn about entrepreneurship but also now that you have this certification from this class you can apply to get this uh scholarship for two thousand dollars and the original idea was to um, for LJ to apply and create a proposal to do what we're doing for the Boys and Girls Clubs for high schools. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to have, the hope was to get $4,000 because we applied separately. So if we could get $4,000, $2,000 would be used for a tour for um, uh, public schools. Uh, pri- yeah, public and private schools. And another would be used for Boys and Girls Club facilities. Mm-hmm. And so they, the the panel leaned more towards the Boys and Girls Club opportunity. They felt like it was more doable because I also have some experience working there. And so there's some connections. Mm-hmm. It's a little harder to do with schools. Um, right. You know what I mean? Being able to get into schools, um, the timing of it too. Like, okay, you guys want to do this in the fall and it's already the summer right now and all the schools are out for summer break so right. how are you going to communicate that um but they were all behind the boys and girls club tour and i mean sheesh in what four weeks is when we'll i think that's when we officially start yeah april 11th um so what the tour is is we got workshops about the creative entrepreneurship and then we have the actual show mm-hmm. and talking with LJ today, one thing we're so excited that this is a chance for these teens to express themselves. So right. specifically from the age range of 13 to 18. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I was 11 and I started writing hip hop music. So I think it's safe to say at 13, like you got some teens can seriously considering what they want to do mm-hmm. um, once they get into college. And then after that, um, but for those who like creating music, we want to give them a chance to showcase that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so we've incorporated uh, a songwriting competition. So LJ and I, and then we got another friend named Alvin. We made a song and it's a remix. So there's a verse where the, the team can write to it. They'll send us an Instagram video and then we'll judge from all of these um, um, submissions who we think is the best We'll feature them on a song. We'll, it's going to be streamable. And then they also win a gift card to Guitar Center. Cool. So that way, it's not just like, oh, yeah, here's 100 bucks. No, here's money towards the thing that you're, you're good at or mm-hmm. that you're exploring. And we want you to use this money to explore that more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, workshops that help equip and give, like, resources and advice on, like, how do you start? Where right. do you start? Right. How? Where? What? You know what I mean? Like, and then uh, a part of the tour is also a 30 minute showcase where mm-hmm. they'll get a chance to perform if they want to. Yeah. So it's it's less about, of course, we're the main event, but it's less about us and more about us saying, how can we back you guys up? Yeah. yeah. So so at the end of the day, what's it all about? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's about empowerment. Mm hmm. Um, with the Boys and Girls Club, there are, there's a, man, they have so many ways of doing that, right? Like their focus is on how do we make sure that these kids and these teens are succeeding in their education? How are they growing in their health and wellness mm-hmm. and nutrition? Um, and with that health and wellness, like mentally, how are they growing in that too? And so, you know, they have so many programs that that help with those things, you know, physical activity at the Boys and Girls Club. They mm-hmm. have uh, different workshops that are creative workshops that, that stretch and expand the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, one of the things they do is this workshop or a class called Lyricism 101, teaching about hip hop and lyricism. Mm-hmm. And so we figured this is something that could already fit into that curriculum, but we also want to use it as a way for these teens to explore hey, is this something that that I'd want to do? Because maybe it is, but I just don't know how. Oh, now here's these guys that's helping us see how to do some of those things. And we're still struggling through it as artists, too. We don't know everything. Right. But sometimes it's helpful, like, having someone that's in the process of figuring the things out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's totally to empower and to uplift the teens, to give them a voice, a platform, and the resources to hopefully expand that someday to grow in doing that. And um, the nature of our music is like, you know, we keep things clean and we rap about Jesus. And mm-hmm. so they're going to hear that, you know right. what I mean? Either you're going to be a, because every artist has something they want to talk about. They have a right. message they want to give. And so I think it's important that it's LJ and I, in these spaces to give this message you don't you know you don't you may not have a two chains or a a, a childish gambino or a you know i mean like every yeah uh you know whatever hip-hop artist that the teens are into 21 savage or you know like odds are the indiana boys and girls clubs aren't expecting to see them soon 
I think the content probably has something to do with that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like they want to keep things clean. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's just the way the staff work there. But they also want to uh, acknowledge the culture that mm-hmm. a lot of those teens enjoy when it comes to adolescence. Hip, I mean, hip hop is a dominating uh, art form, music when it comes to billboard charts. You know what I'm saying? And so knowing that it's a huge part of not just music culture, but just culture. Mm-hmm. Um, why not have guys come in that are from the area and we're coming to them saying, hey, we want to help you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, to keep all that short, we just want to empower these teens. We want to see them express themselves. And we hope that the music touches them in positive ways. Like I make music in my elevator pitch is a foster sincere dialogue as a listener figures out their purpose in life Mm -hmm. so my hope is that they'll be thinking about what's their purpose they'll be asking questions that relate to their purpose after the show and you know i'm just gonna be straight up like (laughs) you know i love jesus i don't know if you know god i don't know if you know jesus but here's what i found to be helpful in my life Mm -hmm. you should explore that you should look into that um, but also just listening to what they're passionate about, too, because, you know, I'm probably going to run into some kids who don't believe in Jesus and that's not going to stop me f- from being there for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's important when it comes to like modeling the life of Jesus where he speaks truth and he also models that well. Like right. the king of social justice. Yeah. You know what I mean? He merged both of those things together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So where are you going on the tour? We'll be going to Indianapolis. We got a date in Muncie. We have a date in Richmond, Indiana, Huntington, Indiana, um, and uh, Elkhart. Man, why aren't you coming to Portland? <laughs> Do you have a Boys and Girls <laughs> we Club? We got a Boys and Girls Club in Portland. For real? Yeah. Man, I should have been looking towards that. It's not too late, though. No, I mean, I might... it's, it's 30 minutes away from here. Wow. Cl- a lot closer than Huntington. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you ought to look into Dang, it. man. I need to. And yeah. I, I know the director. Really? He okay. He was my landlord when I first got married. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. That's clutch. Wow. That's funny how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> um, do they have a teen program there? I know some don't. I couldn't tell you. Okay. I'll have to look into it. But that. I also know they're, they're next door to the middle school. Okay. So that's like, that could be a foot in the door with what you guys are wanting yeah, to do with public schools. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also possible to merge locations too. And mm-hmm. so like Indianapolis, like all five of their, there's five different locations there mm-hmm. that are going to merge into one big co- concert. Mm-hmm. And so even if it's like, hey, you got any kids from Portland who want to come down to Muncie for the concert, yeah. that is totally doable. Um yeah, I was going off of the the locations that I knew that I'd either, either been to or were in the focus area. Uh, it because right. originally it started off with like, let's try to go to um, Central Indiana, like Indianapolis. Let's see right. what, what clubs we can find here. Excuse me. And after talking with um, excuse me, the Indiana Arts Commission and saying, hey, like, you know, some of them we weren't able to you know, get in touch with like we had hoped to. Is it possible if we kind of go outside of Indianapolis? And they're like, hey, if it's Indiana, like, go for it. Mm-hmm. And so then we're like, oh, yeah, let's throw Muncie on there now. Yeah. Oh, I've also gotten a chance to visit Huntington. And so, like, the ones that I've been to started spouting out, like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's check here, here, and here. Now I know that there's a Portland one, so I need <laughs> to reach out to y'all. Yeah. Here's the thing. We also don't want this to be the, 
the one and only time that we do a tour like this. Right. I think that if it if it goes well and if it's something that the staff and team see as valuable, mm-hmm. um, hopefully we can continue to do more of these at different locations. And I want this to be a challenge for other hip hop artists yeah. to give back. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you don't have to wait till you reach a certain point of glory um, yeah. to say, all right, now I'm ready to give back. Like right. it needs to be something going on as you grow as an artist, as you uh, strive to reach your goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, Chris, thanks so much for being on my podcast. Yeah, bro. The last last time I saw you, you were at an, at an event that I was hosting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> it was it was um, was it the um uh, turnaround mm-hmm. concert? Yeah, okay, in Portland. That's what I thought. Yeah, that was where I was a youth pastor. Yeah, at. yeah, bro. So that it was, was it was good too, to get man. together and hang out because in the past it's been all business and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I've opened for you before, and you didn't even know it. At Feed My Sheep, I, we were the first group to hit the stage. Uh huh. And you were the last one. So I came one. in late, right? Yeah, was that you, the one I came in late? Yeah. <laughs> what, I, I, what I always remember about that show is we were talking about how thankful we were to be the first ones because mm-hmm. the whole audience was bands that were up next after us. <laughs> so it's, it's all these bands that are playing, and there's four yeah. older ladies in the audience that look like they do not want to be there. <laughs> oh, dang. And then, man, Jarrett Huggins and his group were man. there, and they killed it. And, uh-huh. then, and that was when I first met you and Jarrett. And, yeah. And, and I remember that, that it was like, by the time you hit the stage, there was like 20 people left there and you still gave it everything. And, yeah, I, and that, that meant a lot to me as a musician. Mm-hmm. Right too. On. Yeah, man. It, you got to go hard no matter how many people are, are there because that, that means there's a pair of ears that are listening. Mm-hmm. And so they deserve to hear what you got to say with the same energy. Yeah. Of course, it's going to feel a little different. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that day was crazy, too, because I had... I think I had one or two other shows before that one. <laughs> and I remember like that day, just like, man, it's going to be a long day. Lord, give me strength, <laughs> give me strength, give me strength. So, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Well, Chris, thanks so much for being on. Um, people can check out your new EP on Spotify. That was where I listened to it this yes, morning. Yeah. Um, I'm a hopeless romantic is on Spotify right now. Apple Music, iTunes, whatever streaming platform, it is probably there. Even you, title users. <laughs> What's your socials? People follow you on Instagram or Facebook? Yeah, you can find me at Real Chris Mack, R E A L C H R I S M A C K. Real Chris Mack. That's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Cool. Well, if you're into what Chris is doing and you want to keep up with the Boys and Girls Club tour, I'm sure you'll be posting about that on there. Yep. So people- yeah, we got flyers on the way, so they should be out Cool. either eh, either today or next week. Yeah, so people cool. see that, they're interested, they can remember to pray for you as you guys are out doing that. Yeah, please do, y'all. Please so, do. Thanks so much for being here, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Take care. Thank you for listening to the J. Evans Thoughtcast. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and leave a review down below for us. Um, If there's something that stuck out to you, shoot me an email or contact me on Instagram, J. Evans Thoughtcast. 